Alright. Go on, go pee. What a faggot. <laughs> That's a good way to open the one. <laughs> Uh, I think we should do a curveball and say a bunch of really nice things about Arif when he's gone, and then when he gets back, we'll just cackle maniacally as if we had just completely destroyed his character. It's a pretty stupid idea, but I'm in. I, you know, Arif, he has a gruff exterior, but he's, we were talking the other night, he's a real sweetheart on the inside, and I think that's true. Yeah, yeah, I, uh... He just lashes out in anger because, you know, he doesn't... He doesn't know how to interact with the world, and he's just got too much love, so he needs to hide it with hate, I think. He uh, he doesn't know how to use his words yet. He's learning every day. No, he yeah, he's he's in his terrible twos, and he still <laughs> just has a lot of tantrums, but you just need to calm oh, and no. explain the situation to him. Not today, though, dude. He, he came in, and he was uh, peddling the Zen bullshit. He goes, I'm Zen. Everything is fine. Uh, so I'm... Like, I'm kind of waiting to see when it cracks. I think you're going to be the one that does it. Yeah. Because you always do, but... Uh, I think no. I've got a book about the Zen of archery on my shelf there. Maybe we could go through some passages. that We'll just have a Buddhist podcast this week. I think that would be nice change Just mix Buddhism with archery? Yeah. I'm sure the two have never met. Yes, who's back? It's, 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 a, it's a variation on, like, the famous, like, the... Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance or something. This is the archery version. <laughs> you know, for real men that, uh, you know, don't know how to fix cars, but used to teach archery at Bible camp. <laughs> Zen and the art of cyberstalking. Brian, so, Bri Brian was telling me that you're getting into Buddhism. Well, no, I mean... No, I said he was Zen. I didn't say he was getting into Buddhism. Buddhist, Zen is a Buddhist concept, is it not? Mm, it's an offshoot of it, okay. kind of. I've just been listening to a lot of... Uh, I think I had a... I think I fell, you know, uh, from my uh, chosen path of uh, just profound emptiness, you know, of trying to, ex trying to uh, exhume all of the uh, sort of concerns about ego and... Self-worth. He and, got laid. Uh, and, um, <laughs> that's, you know. That's exactly what happened. And I fell at the... Uh, he, does, he does have a zen to him this week. I think he's glowing. Look at him. Yeah. Look at that little grin. He's adorable. <laughs> oh, God. The no, dude. Still incel. Once an incel, always an incel. Uh, yeah, no, I had a very profound uh, falling with uh, the night of the the... the the fateful day of Monday. You're the just, election? You're uh, just so happy that Blaine Higgs got reelected. <laughs> that you came in your pants. That's right. I mean, I I feel you like you personally want to close down Clinic Five Fifty Four. He's just gonna sit on the roof of Clinic Five Fifty Four, surrounded by candles, just meditating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He wants to shut down that place and turn it into a meditation retreat building or something i think so that's how you get good abortion you can you can you can do what that other indian yoga guy did and you can molest a bunch of people dalton oh no the other <laughs> dalton? Oh, what no. the fuck are you talking yeah, sorry. about <laughs> you know that street fighter 2 mini game in between levels where you just mash the button to molest somebody i, really I only ever, i only got ever got the one where you bust up you that guy's car oh my virginity mm-hmm no, if, if, oh, you, my if, you get, if you get really good at the game, instead of beating up a car, you beat up that pussy. 
I tell Brian to move forward. He just yanks the whole thing towards him. I forgot you were connected to it. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if you just pulled it. Yeah. And my hit, my head hit the table. I just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's like it's blocked on the back. It's hard to pull in from that side. It would make more sense for you guys to switch places, but yeah. that's a lot of fuss. <laughs> It wouldn't it be funny if this really violent act happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> if I just laid there dying on John's desk. Yeah, I yeah, just like a puddle of piss in my in, <laughs> in my jeans. <laughs> and I just, die with my tongue out. Just shit slowly pooling down my pant legs. Yeah. Hilarious. That would be really funny. <laughs> I think it'd be a good bit. I, I, <laughs> some real good physical comedy. I think so. That's what it is all about. Physical comedy. I I have never <laughs> And I heard someone else start to say this as well, but I kind of agree. I don't genuinely, I don't actually find the Three Stooges very funny. I don't think three, the Three Stooges carries very much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I've ever said, I haven't watched much of it and I haven't really said, I don't, I can't remember ever. Laughing. Uh, I loved it when I was a kid, but I don't think I've seen it really since. The only equivalent, the modern day equivalent to the Three Stooges is this Instagram account that I came Bump across. Fights. That's well, it's, <laughs> I think it's called Russian Life, I think, which is the equivalent of bum fights, I think. <laughs> Do they just film someone's life in Russia? Like what? It's just just random videos of people taking of of random videos from Russia. There's one where from Russia with love. From Russia, that's exactly what it's. So called. vaudeville, Three Stooges, Russian dash cam videos. Yeah, guys uh, in big hats dancing with their arms crossed. Uh, kind, but it's mostly just people fighting. There's animals in there. They're, are uh, they fighting the animals? Sometimes. Uh, there's a there's a video of a uh, of just a shaky video of this Russian guy laughing, and there's a bear in the back of a truck, and he just takes. Uh, a giant speaker from the back of a truck and then makes off into the makes off into the wilderness while a Russian the goes bear to took it? he just takes it and then he just runs <laughs> off into the wilderness and a Russian goes off and tries to ca- uh, get him and is then this... the, the video ends there's another video is this a bear or a guy in a bear suit a full bear an actual bear he just grabs it's just shaky and yeah. he's, this, you just hear this guy laughing and then you just see the as it pans over it's the there's this bear just at the back of a truck. He's just mauling at the back of this giant, you know, those speakers that you would use at a show. Yeah. He just puts it in his mouth and then grabs it and then just takes off into the, he's a giant, like whatever one of those big Russian black bears are. And then he just takes off into the wilderness while the Russian goes off can and you, tries to get him. Can you send that to me? I will send it that to you. That sounds delightful. Then there's another one where... Is that where... bear setting up for like a rave? The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's got an open mic of bear with the squirrels and, you know, he's setting up for like the Cinderella show or whatever. He's got to run it down to McGill's. That's right, yeah. Adam, Adam Landry was telling me they were filming their new Larry Strange show and they watched a raccoon come up and steal multiple pizza boxes that had full pizzas in it and just take off into the woods with them somehow. Raccoons are getting wild, man. I saw one on Jermaine Street, far, far away from the woods. He was on. He was next to my office. He was in front of the Aligned building just hanging out in front of the Aligned building, just looking <laughs> just around. Just bumming smokes off other people? That's right. The yeah, shelter's yeah. going to close in 12 minutes. <laughs> I remember years ago walking down Orange Street, and you know how they have the little, like, there's a little stand up top on, like, the, the poles where, like, somebody can stand, and there's just, like, a gigantic raccoon just hanging out and, like, 
I didn't know I was afraid to walk under it because I assumed he would pounce on me. <laughs> but I, I can still understand Orange Street because it's... Um, John's walking down Orange there, uh, Street. Orange Street hang on, is hang like on, a block I, away from Jermaine Street. Uh, I think that there are... Uh, it's because they're... The, you uh, out the SD card this time? Yes, the SD card is all empty, baby. Just, just I, like me ballies. I, I like the thought of like... Just like me ghoulies. John just walking down orange, the raccoon following him. He looks back, his pace quickens a little bit. The raccoon's pace quickens. <laughs> <laughs> he's stalking him. Then before he knows it, he's getting raped by a raccoon against a chain link fence. <laughs> no, oh no, oh no. It's a nightmare oh, no. that I have every night since then. It's been ten years. No one will ever believe you. <laughs> just yeah. let it happen. Just, <laughs> just making raccoon noises. Just, I'll just stumble into the police station, my clothes all scratched up. Just, just, officer, I was attacked. I need to report a rape. Mine. Yeah. I need a rape kit, officer. <laughs> they, 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 uh, they, they send in a sketch artist. <laughs> And then John describes the sketch artist. What, what does his nose look like? No, more pointy. It was pointy. it was one of those cones on Orange Street. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What kind of language is that? And he just. I don't know. He was stealing from garbage cans like they normally do. What do you want? The cartoonist just steps back and looks at it, and the camera pans to the to the sketch, and it's just Rocket Raccoon from the. <laughs> exactly and he drew Groot just because. That's right. <laughs> Put his initials in the bottom. The, the, the tree held me down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a double, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he seemed like, uh, I don't know, people, it, it was a strange night that night. Everyone was very sad Monday night. No, I, I didn't get it. Or at least so. seemed that. I don't think anybody was sad. I was. I don't, having I a don't remember time. seeing anybody. No, you and sad. the three of us, we were we were okay. But I, I, I. Because we're a barrel of monkeys. That's right. Just a, well, excuse I, me. Well, I got the feeling that people were upset the and then just moved on because. I think like it, barrel of laughs is the expression I was looking. I think for you went there. for monkeys because then you you had barrel of monkeys in... is a beloved childhood game. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, John's uh, ancestors would get them to hold their arms in like a hook formation and just pull them out of barrels. <laughs> Lick them together. No more monkeys jumping on the bed. Five little monkeys. One little monkey bumped his head. Uh, but yeah, no, I had a profound falling. Um, I lost my temper in public. Did promised you? myself I wouldn't do that again. When did that happen? I did it right in front of you. What? Oh, the, the you, you do it so much, I guess I just didn't notice. Well, what were you, what you, were you angry about? I was, you were right in front of me. You were there. You, okay, when you were yelling at Mike any about... Any context at all that I'm asking yeah, same. for. What, what were you yelling at? About how all liberals are fake. I didn't say... Oh. Well, yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't, said, I didn't say that. Oh, they're I did all, not li they're all pretentious liars. I didn't say that. I okay. said, I asked him... I think I, I very crudely lost my temper and had a... I had a lot of remorse about it. I wish I hadn't have done that. I, it's it's an interesting... Like, when people are wrong and stupid around me, I just think it's funny. I don't get mad. Like, I, w I wish I had a selfie of me listening to that guy 
poorly explain his position as a libertarian. <laughs> what? Okay, so I don't know about. Like, give me some. Like, yeah, let's dial back. Let's see. Let, uh, tell the story of this because I didn't hear the whole thing about what, well, how anyway, you got into. Well, this. first context, we were at uh, Mike Sears' uh, election night, uh, where we he knew he was going to lose party. <laughs> and we were hanging out in the barber shop, and I was just I was just sitting there taking it all in because Brian had invited me there, but he arrived an hour later than <laughs> typical. Who Bri- fucking cares? Pick a typical Brian Princess Diana so fashion. I'm just I'm just sitting and chilling with a bunch of hipsters and Mike and Margo, mm-hmm. and this guy's just pontificating on whatever. Like what? I, I don't. Even, the first thing I was mostly tuning it out, but then when he started to say, "I'm a libertarian," and I was like, "Uh huh, this guy me? seems pretty autistic. We might be there." <laughs> But then he, their but, eyes met for a second, and they could see the blue puzzle pieces. But like, Green just just picture Weaver. my just picture my face, the word libertarian, up, 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 and then socialist, and oh, <laughs> oh boo. yeah. And um, uh, he was just going, and like he just said that without like any explanation, as if to like explain his next point that had nothing to do with that. And then somebody was like, well, "What is that?" And he. He said, you know, economic freedom. And and I, and then I chimed in. I, nobody is Hi, looking I'm, at me. I'm John Ford. John Ford, <laughs> John Ford Radio, if uh, you want to listen uh, to my point podcast. Point of privilege, please. And uh, I said, uh, how can, what is a libertarian socialist? Aren't those two things the opposite? And then he just ex- answered my question to somebody else without looking at me. <laughs> Classic. He put you and, on the pay no mind list. And he was just stuttering. He just Classic said, I, Trumpian I, He move. just gave off a long list of, I think we should tax this, and I think we should tax this, and I think we should tax this. You know, like a libertarian. But, so, yeah, he listed off, like, half a dozen things that he believes should be taxed, and, and then he says, but the government should stay out of the economy. Right. And then okay. he... <laughs> And then he stuttered a little bit and then started looking up the definition of libertarian socialism in his phone and then got to, and then quickly changed the subject to something else. I don't think that's autism. I think that's the other guy. That's the... <laughs> what do you mean that's but, the but, other guy? Uh, but I tried to say, like, wait, don't all of the taxes come out of the economy? And then he just, he didn't even acknowledge me and just kept talking he about really something else. He really put you... He really treated you like you were. He was a comedy club yeah. owner, and you were and, asking. And then for another. Spots. And then another guy chimed in that the only libertarians that he'd ever met were rich people that don't need the government anyway. So like fuck you. everybody else. And I said, "I'm one, and I'm not rich, so I'll be your first one." Hello. Yeah. And then that was the end of that conversation. And then John got a middling spot at Yuck Yucks the next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's a. That was a very. Sp- I was. I didn't want. I wasn't like trying to like shut anybody down. I just wanted to really know what he thought that that meant. And there are people that call themselves libertarian socialists. I just don't understand. It seems. It still seems like a contradiction. No matter how much I read about it, it doesn't make any damn sense. It, it doesn't mean anything. They're just words like that. They well, I was telling Arif, it's the equivalent of being like an anarchist slash monarchist. Yeah. Like it just it that I don't see how the two things fit together. There are people that I think you God like, save the queen of punk rock. Smart pe- smart people call it like <laughs> uh, like 
uh, anarcho syndicalism. I'm not. I still, but it's basically that. But I still don't. I don't organized anarchy. Eh? I don't understand. Who, I don't know who. Because I don't know. It That's a Noam Chomsky sense. thing. But Noam yeah. Chomsky doesn't make a lot of sense. No rules and follow these twelve steps to achieve that. Well, anarchy is no rulers, not no rules. But anyway, oh, but for any me. any any kind of a socialism, shut up, Brian, <laughs> idiot, yeah, dummy. Uh, it, um, but to have any level of socialism, you kind of need somebody to enforce it, right? Yeah. By definition, it's not voluntary. Well, you mean people won't just share shit on their own volition? Like the definition of socialism is government takeover of private industry. Like how do you, so? Like it's built right in. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Most people just think socialism means helping people. Yeah. It's, Gross. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> I'm a big fan of helping people, man. I'm pretty zen right now, so... Uh, Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. But, like, I, I really wanted to ask this guy more questions, just... But then what happened? He did... I, I just... He, he said, was... talk to the hand, because the face don't... Mm -mm -mm. No, he, yeah, I got... Well, it's like when, like, two uh, positive magnets uh, meet, <laughs> and then they just repel from each other. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> you should layer in uh, mag the Magnet song by ICP. Or what is, it, what is that song called? Uh, miracles? miracles? Yeah. About how, like, every, all these ordinary, everyday things are miracles. Yeah. Are you magnets. familiar with the Insane Clown Posse song, Miracles? Yeah, the Juggalos guys, right? The Juggalos like that. Magnets, how the fuck do they work? No. Yeah. Yeah, that's a line. And, like, most of their songs are, like, goofy, like, murderous clown music. Hmm. But they've got one song that's just, like, super sincere <laughs> about how wonderful, natural things in the world are. And there's a line where he literally, not to be funny, says, Magnets, how the fuck do they work? <laughs> Followed by, I don't want to hear from a scientist. They're always lying and making me sick. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I didn't catch that piece Just... of it. That's a whole nother level. It's a Wordsworth level. Of... I, I think there's literally a line where he's like, how does the sun come up in the day? Or something like that. Amazing. <laughs> Truly, they're asking the more profound and questions. fans like... of this band have been labeled... Uh, or wait, are they a hate a gang? A terrorist or group. Terrorist or something. group. Yeah. yeah. Who? The Juggalos. Oh, the Saint Juggalos. Clown Posse. Yeah, they they had to like sue Why? the government or whoever's in charge of deciding who is like a terrorist gang. Aren't they something. firing off guns or something like that in the Juggalo thing? No, the Juggalos, Juggalos are pretty harmless. Checks. It's mostly just a bunch of a different flavor of dork. Okay. Out. It's just uh, like uh, fucking off-brand cola and meth, and yeah. painting your face like a clown. Yeah, I think like for some reason in the last ten years the the sort of I would love to go to the gathering of the Juggalos. I, that's so. one of my career goals uh, is to work. The well, we went through the, the closest thing possible. We went to this is, this is a mental health charity. Well, no, I was, <laughs> no, that I was about to say Skankfest, not the mental health charity benefit that we did in Fredericton. No, Brian. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Gathering of the Juggalos. I, I wasn't implying that the gathering of the Juggalos is the equivalent of a mental health benefit <laughs> for little spaghetti brains, but um, yeah, we. Uh, it's not the same as Gangfest. They joke about it. like this is literally like dirty fat clown goths like in a muddy yeah. field i'll see if i can i don't yeah. know i don't know uh, chugging off-brand i think i've seen the the footage of it yeah but the i was about to say that in the last 
10, 15 they'll years. literal shit at the performers if they don't like them. Yeah. In the yeah, so somehow in the last decade the the line between sort of rednecky uh the the the, Actually, the redneck and would, the Would it be fair to say that are, juggalos are redneck goths? Does that work? I don't I don't think it ends with rednecks though. Like, yeah, there's a bit of hip hop in there too. I think they become they went to the other extreme of the of the limp biscuit. What's the, the warp tour? Is it is that uh, the one that they were no, doing? Uh, the family yeah. values. Family tour. values tour. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think it's like were... family values tour mixed with a bit of redneck, plus like wiggers. Right. You mean African Americans? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've seen the. But thing, I, but I yeah. think as a as for the most part, I think they're a, a fun loving people. Sure. And uh, I think it would be fun to go to the gathering of Juggalos. I don't yeah. know. I feel My like uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the outdoor. I'm I've, I've become a little bit too old for the outdoor music festival. Sort of hanging out in a. Yeah, that's a festival a, that's ground involves for... a lot of standing up. Yeah. For long Not periods of thing. time in a in a campground and. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's one hundred percent. That's my, you. Uh, test for Larry Strange. That is me. Oh, that is you. Yeah, oh, that's Holy my shit. makeup test for the Larry Strange show. What's the Larry Strange show? It's the new Hoveland Hard Times Jam. That's current. They're just doing one episode for now. Okay. It's uh, he's a Larry Strange is a paranormal investigator. And so you are at Larry Strange. Uh, no. I am uh, I am uh, the ghost of a clown serial killer. Brilliant. Uh, no, this is good. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should have something for that, but I have nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Hey, when I get to Hollywood after this comes out, you guys will be eating your words. Hollywood's all crumbling, man. It's all... Uh... It's all done now, man. Yeah, and Larry Strange is going to go rebuild it from, you think? from scratch. Yeah. yeah, you and all the other Juggalos are going <laughs> to... That's where they move the yeah. Gathering of the Juggalos. The, yeah. That's Lo- Symphony Holly- Hall in the Hollywood of the just becomes a permanent <laughs> gathering of the Juggalos. Yes. <laughs> People have residencies there, like in Vegas. They're they're having, like, uh, wet Fago t-shirt contests with the Juggalettes at the... At the orchestral, like, outdoor... What's that place called? What's you talking about? In L.A., they got the big fucking... Oh, Chinese theater? No, Man's the, Chinese theater? The outdoor one where they have, like, orchestras and stuff like that. I don't know what that is. Oh, that joke just fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you wondered where the, where they put the hands. Like, that, I, think it's called, I think it's called the outdoor orchestra place. The, yeah, that's 100%. They, they like to name things vaguely. Yeah, that, that joke didn't shoot itself. It, like, drove into the garage, closed the door, and left the engine running. Yeah, it was a... It was a yeah, it was a real Paul Walker of a joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's not how Paul Walker died. Didn't he crash into a tree or something? Yeah, he yeah. didn't fucking leave the engine running in his garage and died in his sleep. No, did, that's how I say. You guys know that it's it's actually uh, it's very difficult to kill yourself that way just because of like all of the the emissions laws and stuff that that doesn't even really work anymore. Have you tried? <laughs> no, but if I did want to try, I'd be very disappointed that it didn't work because it happens on TV and movies all the time. But I, I read, I was reading. Or that Malcolm Gladwell book was talking about Sylvia Plath like killing herself by sticking head her head oven. in the oven, and he got into like they they changed the gas so that people couldn't do that anymore. But then they've done the same thing like with cars, so it's really hard to kill yourself that way now. 
The big book of ways you can kill yourself. It's just one chapter. Man, that'd be a rough to go way to go if you just if I had to put my head in my my oven, it'd be just smell like bacon grease and stuff. I haven't cleaned it in a while, so be a rough way to go. Mine would just smell like fish sticks. Tim, <laughs> Tim fucking cooks fish sticks like three times a week. What? Yeah. Fish sticks? I yeah, don't know. He buys like fucking Highliner fish sticks. I'll come. I'll probably come home tonight, and the hallway will just smell like fucking Highliner. I had some triangle-shaped fish that I cooked in the oven today. How was that? It was good. I got the potato crunch. <laughs> but those were the frozen fish kind? Yeah. Okay, not but, the, uh, you didn't make them from scratch or anything. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Frozen, processed, and I had uh, leftover packets of deluxe tartar sauce in the fridge. He caught the fish, he gutted it, cleaned it, arranged it into triangles, breaded it. Processed it, froze it, yeah. shipped it, brought Do it back. Himself. Put Ryan, it he put tartar sauce on it, too. Yeah, I got it. Yep. <laughs> Good one. Um, <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Excuse me. That's all right. Um, that one will really shine in the transcript. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Uh, how will you defend? I know you're running for the for the office of MLA. How exactly are you going to defend this? Yeah, there was a story today that I came across where someone, one of the candidates for the NDP, had to apologize. Had the the party leader had to uh, had to issue an apology because uh, the day after the election. He, uh, she uh, referred to the uh, liberal MP as Wayne Schlong. Yeah, Mike was telling me about that. Today. And uh, she took a picture of uh, her coffee cup that said "fuck Blaine Higgs," which was sort of a real that, that's sort of worse. Yeah, Wayne Schlong, and then she's like, "fuck that guy," though. Yeah, no, I mean it was equivalent to you know, sort of you know, the 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 old slogans like "Viva la revolution," you know, you know what I mean. Like, She's, if the NDP are apologizing for something, it should be for their leader's fucking bow tie. Have you seen oh, that? yes. Yeah, that guy is... Yeah, Oof. he's a real debate champion. I, wa- I watched the last debate uh, yesterday because David came over to do an, a post-election uh, podcast, and I watched the last debate, and that guy just had a negative round of charisma. I hated his guts. Wait, I gotta take a look at this guy. I don't think I've seen him. He looks exactly... He's 23 years old, and he's the leader of the NCP Oh, party. my God. <laughs> if if Brian would have zigged instead of zagged, I think Brian is and... Is this guy? Yes. Yeah. You... I think that is, a jo- that is a version of Brian and John if uh, he Oof. had five more women he, who he liked looks, his face. This photo, it looks like if Corgi got a job at a law firm... That's that a, is, that's actually that's a better picture. That's a good picture. He at the debate. He then wore, let me be a lawyer. He wore an orange bow tie. <laughs> yeah. The defense west. Yeah, that if you uh, went to a builder bear and had to build a bear that looked like a politician, that, that would like that. that would well, that's what he would look like. And they gave you too much stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> and you dragged his face across the bricks. No. Somebody spilled like a sprite on it. Oh, come on, man. He's very wet looking. Add in some resting bitch face. Now, Brian and John, look, they're just jealous because he they, they, he's a he's a man who's just warm. The build bear was almost out of stuffing, but they gave me these extra chromosomes to put in. If Brian and John had a few more salads, he would look like the leader of NB and they would look like the end leader of the ah. Oh. Boy, what a flat guy at the end. Nailed <laughs> How's that Zen working out? It would have otherwise been solid. Oh, damn. I tried the same joke three times and it just, yeah. 
Well, <laughs> who's the one who's high now? <laughs> um, yeah, there was a very. Are you Elmer Fudd? Uh, well, what is he doing? Or, no, that's Porky Pig. Never mind. A bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. That's all. Elmer, what, what's Elmer Fudd sound like? Oh, that wasty wabbit. Yeah, he's good there. Porky Pig is what I meant. Yeah, I fucked it up too. Yeah, you dumb me. All right, tag it. Third failure, Brian. It's your turn. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that Try what to we're save doing? it. Try to save it. It's our last chance. It's our <laughs> Brian Godso, your, your only hope. More like Porky. Yep. 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 Retard. I don't know. Good. Fuck. Yeah, you just I'm... add. Yeah. There's so much pressure. Brian. Brian. Goes... like, come on, you gotta save it. Come on, come on. No, he just yeah. Jihadi pig. No. 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 You got nothing. I'm hold. I'm holding up a sign right now with a screw and a ball next to it. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm pointing at John. <laughs> I'm with stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, I went to. Biddy, biddy, biddy. I, That's gay, folks. There's the bomb. <laughs> There's the bomb you're looking for. Um, the yep. cover needs to be um, Brian, like in the rings, like Porky Pig with his head out. That's all, folks. That's I, I was just <laughs> yes. gonna. I was just gonna yes, let's do that. superimpose us in a picture of a bunch of juggalos, really. But yeah, we could do that too. Um, yeah, I went to the before I came and met you guys. I went to the the Green Party headquarters just to hang out for a little what bit. What was the vibe in there? Uh, it was a little odd. It was very sedate. And they were a little bit, it, they, they seemed, first of all, I felt like as though I was an imposter. I felt like I'd walked into the, the women's Party washroom by mistake. Did the better or worse than before? I think they got like three. I think they got a little bit better. They did better than the NDP this time around. Yeah, the NDP got nothing. I think they got like 1.5% or something. They got bupkis, yeah. Um, not that I know anything about politics, but the the leader, the the local guy who was running said something or someone to the effect said i can't believe i can't believe we got a a pc majority and i get it that you're disappointed but as like you cannot believe it like you cannot even understand how that would have happened how you don't have to like them to understand that that was a strong possibility exactly i I didn't see a majority coming i I figured uh, you didn't see a majority i figured it'd be another pc minority government but i I thought but like do you did you feel strongly enough to be shocked that it was a majority instead i I mean i i I didn't clutch my pearls (laughs) i didn't drop what i was doing you should have maybe if you did clinic 554 wouldn't be closing if I gave him that one double take. We need more clutched pearls. May said that she went in, they didn't ask for ID or nothing, so you guys could have just gone in there multiple times and just made up names. Or I yeah. guess you'd have to pick the name of an actual person. Uh, I am uh, Nicholas. I, 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 I am I should, Jerry, uh, Jerry Ford. I'm, Jerry tra- Ford. <laughs> I'm trying to find what the, tur- what the I turnout am Bobby, was. not a Jew. Whoa. What? To- yeah, that... I, fuck, I shouldn't have smoked that Is joint. Ch- <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't make any whoa, sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chill, dude. Chill, chill. I was trying to figure out the voter turnout overall, but I couldn't. I think it was less. Billy Voter Guy. Yeah. No, that's good, man. I just, just assumed that, that, <laughs> that the, uh, none of the above of the didn't vote at all one in a landslide. What's that? I just I assumed that the uh, didn't vote at all, therefore none of the above won by a landslide. I mean, I I voted for my candidate, so I just threw my vote away, really. But. I think next time I should 
just sell my vote. Maybe I'll put an auction up on Facebook and, you know, if anybody really cares about a particular party, I will I will itself. just vote for whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, jump forward here. Uh, need a vote? I Best went either offer. way. They're like, that's not worth any money. So you're saying voting is worthless? Owned. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> democracy crumbles. <laughs> John destroys democracy. Yeah. On the St. John by himself. Democracy disappeared into a puff of logic. Right next to something selling. Right next to a post selling PS3 games for twenty dollars piece. <laughs> I don't get that part. No, I didn't. He that... lost me. It was the St. John by himself. Brian lives exclusively online. This is Brian's mind I'm is just, just a, fucking look it's at my just phone a big hive of notifications. Sometimes he just sends things to our group chat and it's like as though he's been having a conversation with us for like 10 minutes and then we have to be like, I have to be What? What are you talking about? Um, yeah. I'm just, I just I just want to contribute. I don't understand. I just want to be heard. Yeah, I, my experience with our group chat is usually like I'll put my phone down for a couple hours and come back to like 27 messages and I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about and the conversation had already ended so I just don't chime in. Yeah, mostly yeah. It's Brian and I just on our computers at home uh just in the middle of work. They they've somehow managed to uh convey racist funny voices through text. <laughs> <laughs> Quick Brian, quick Brian, quick Brian, do do Indian guy looking for pussy again. <laughs> quick RF. Uh, it's not just for the podcast, everybody. This is my life. I'm yeah, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna read some of these. Actually, now I'm gonna go back and so I'm sure one's happened today. Let's just release the whole thing publicly. Well, what do you think? Yeah, I just want to find one example. Oh, is it the Brave Star thing? Well, uh, I don't know. I wasn't thinking of anything in particular. Uh, hi, I am Marshall Bravestar. I live in New Texas. See my pics for justice. Kissy face, kissy face. I have pussy like Puma. Three hearts. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, no context, no understanding. We had one conversation. Brian and I'm not I had sure one. if the context would help. No, it wouldn't. It's basically just Brian. I don't know who Marshall Bravestar is. Remember the Bravestar cartoon that we talked about? Yeah. Uh, with Vince? Oh, okay. Mar- I thought I was thinking Marshall like as a first name, not as a profession. Uh, so the context was like, I, and this is one of those things where I dropped it in and you're like, what? Uh, but uh, I got a uh, friend request from an obvious sex robot that just seemed funny to me. Sex robot? Why would you say? Like, it, it, I, I get those multiple times every week. But uh, yeah. I, I dropped it in, and Arif yelled at me to get off the phone. That apparently the phone was noticing I was looking at fat ass Arab bitches, and they just decided to send me. I didn't put it in those terms. That was <laughs> you a, literally you, put it in those. You terms. edited it. You you edited it. <laughs> you false flagged my comments, and uh, yeah, you, uh, de- you <clears throat> deep faked Arif's uh, messenger. Arab message. chick with a fat butt. Yeah, I didn't say Arab bitch. But I, I, I respect yeah, her he individuality. Yeah, respectfully called her a chick, Brian. Come yeah. on. Fake news. So I didn't I, call her I a turned up the misogyny about two points. Yeah, you just added some You added some extra bits to it. You know what I mean? You yeah, just tagged the joke. Well, I'm just playing telephone over here. That's right. You know, he doesn't respect women, but he also doesn't hate them. No. To call true. them bitches. Yeah, come on. Man. Anyways, uh, I circled around and uh, I responded with, well, how come I haven't gotten a friend request from a beef and cheddar 
or Marshall Bravestar, and then I wrote that. Oh, implying that you care more about food than you do about big fat butts. The, the joke I, is the joke is that fat guy was googling no, food. No, 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 no. No, I think beef and cheddar is the better joke, but then he decided to tag the less good follow up mm-hmm. nonsensically. Yeah, that's usually how my act goes, John. <clears throat> I, I get a laugh out of it, and I'm like, how can I spoil this? Breeze through the funny part and then extend the bomb. Yeah. Male Pennington's was born. <laughs> um, RF, why do you hate male Pennington's? I do. I like that joke. Uh, I do like that joke. It's just that I've heard that for it's Brian's. I don't think I've done it on stage in like a year, maybe a year and a 100% half. One hundred percent, you've done it in a year. I don't think so. When? Like maybe I Brian? requested it at Chris Hovey's show, and you denied me the joy. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm kind of over it myself. No, nope, you are my guy. jukebox, and you're about the shape of one. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me... Speaking of saying mean, disparaging things, I am still recovering from... I made a poor choice. I made very very many poor choices on Monday, but the big, the poorest choice that I made on Monday was showing up with a poorly... I I have to reconsider this. I have to consider all of my I, a poorly thought out jacket. Um, <laughs> the jacket had three vertically stacked pockets on each side. Uh huh. It looks like it was fashioned by a bunch of Randy River pants, <laughs> L- like a Jenko jean jacket. Well, there were Randy River pants that identified as a jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, John called it cargo pants, comma the jacket. <laughs> Those were deep Dude, pockets, they, man. Like, what were you gonna do? Carry a laptop? It had double. It had double pockets because I thought that I needed. I I didn't want to walk around. He needed with to those. carry around some ammo and cigarettes. Well, he he explained it like he was trying to like defend his fanny pack. Well, you could put your wallet in here. You could put your keys over here. No one could steal them. Yeah, yeah, but you guys sort of mercilessly uh, picked at it, and then I had to sort of retire it. It, what if it was an army jet? What if I had worn that in a war of some sort? Did I you call know, when you I was a child soldier. Baby, <laughs> baby killing cargo pants, the jacket. It's very hurtful. John I just had... pulls up to you and tells you to leave town because we don't we don't like vagrants around here. That's right. I'm just like Rambo. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Rambo coming into town. He set up a yeah, bunch of booby traps around uptown after he left in case we followed him. Yeah. You're like, don't push it. Don't push it or I'll give you a war you'll never forget. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was very hurtful and I had to immediately in embarrassment, shamed out of my jacket. Yeah, but you still put it to aside. make love to a lady. That yeah. was after, right? Did she tell you your jacket looks stupid? Uh, kind of, yeah. She also asked me if she, whether I might be gay, which is kind of a <laughs> weird that. question to ask before you have to have sex with someone. But I'm citing the cousin incident. The cousin incident, yes. The one, the 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 one sort of deep dark secret that I've been that I had that I did for the first two years well, of comedy. She doubled down on the cousin and told me two other deep dark secrets of hers to rival yours. Yeah, I mean, did she go down on ours, cousin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she took a plane ticket. 
She wanted to see what all the fuss was about. No, yeah. she, she just she just stuffed the Nintendo controller inside of her while they were blowing. <laughs> she managed to bang out the the Konami code. It's hard to explain the cousin thing to. No, I explained of... that uh, she's like, you guys make fun of him a lot for that. No, I, I, uh, it's more making fun of your shame surrounding it than the act itself. I think that's the funnier part. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I mean, like, I once again, I don't. You have less I feel shame like I've than done like on when, it. when like we first found out, it wasn't like a bit. You just like told us. And really, I always thought that I did it on stage before I told you guys. No, I think I we, I think we had it in conversations, and you were like too embarrassed to say it publicly. Well, like but... you guys were sitting on a bench outside the Wilsers' room, and he just looks at you nervously. He's like, "I blew my cousin once, <laughs> so I could play a contra." Yeah, I think it was like a test. You know, I I identified that was like your um, like my thing when I finally confessed to May about like finding my mom's porno tape. Oh, that, is that like, how that bit started? Deep dark shame. And like, all right, I'm gonna tell you, and then like, she didn't hate me, so I felt better. I yeah, think I suppose. Yeah, you, you've told stories I that I, that I feel like there should be more shame than the cousin one. Like the cousin one's whatever. Like the more you told it, the less shame you had. And I, th- I think saying it publicly, finally on stage, I think mostly wiped it out. Is that uh, yeah. correct? Yeah. I yeah. Think, I think the more shameful story that you told is uh, chasing your uh, your ex girlfriend to all the way to a new continent. And still <laughs> having to cut you out. That one, yeah, that was that was a, a heavily heterosexual thing that I did. That was one hundred percent agree. You bought her and the guy who was making out with her drinks. Oh yeah, yeah that's the most hetero thing you could ever do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna buy you and your new friend drinks, and then she's like. Maybe he could join us for a game of Scrabble. What yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we could watch Goodfellas together like we used to in high school. Or when Arif got bullied by that girl into just giving her $20. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little beyond bullying, John. Yeah. Yeah, that was a borderline sexual assault. No. She that's... was trying. She she would have raped you. No. Yeah. Until she got her $20. <laughs> I mean, we all saw what you were wearing. You were... <laughs> cargo pants the jacket. I was wearing cargo pants the jacket with cargo Anybody pants. Anybody that's wearing cargo pants the jacket is asking for it. <laughs> I, I had, uh, yeah, it was a sort of low-rise cargo pants, too. Like, I had a little... <laughs> Yeah, you could see I his bush. Tramp. Yeah, I had my tramp stamp in the back. It was a little... um, Lit the record show that the si- the tag sticking out of the jacket said Levi's. <laughs> um, oh man, if you guys ever found the poetry that I wrote in high school to oh, my ex girlfriend, it'll never, it'll never ever see the light uh, of day. Hopefully, no. do you? There, have it? That is my like. No, I I don't. Have I a sent goal it to her life. as a letter. I remember. I. I I, I never I didn't have a goal in life before I was just kind of happy never floating. Find it. That's that's why I'm dedicating my entire life to finding. Here's how much of it like embarrassed like, the story of it was that I was watching uh someone's house they had gone away from the summer and they lived next to uh the beach and it was in New it was on in Milledgeville. And one day I was walking, I was walking their dog on the beach and as the sun was setting, I this is how it had, I was writing, I wrote her a letter, like I wrote it to her on a piece of loose leaf. Did you use a quill pen? No, no. 
don't be that. No, it was uh, a fountain pen. Please, come on. <laughs> Inked with your own blood? Uh, no, I did know a guy in your high school. He just wrote it in jizz, yeah. I did know a guy in high school who <laughs> used a compass. Do you know what a compass is? Like, yeah, you know, does it make circles? Yeah. yeah. He used the, the pointy end of it, the sharp end of it, to scrape his girlfriend's name onto his arm. That's as romantic. Well. Was your cousin doing that while you were blowing? It wasn't my cousin. It was one of my friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. And, uh, yeah, so I sat on a rock while the dog was running around the beach and I wrote her this <laughs> poem about Miss whatever. It was, it's bad. Like, it'll, it'll never, th- mercifully, it'll never see the light of day. But Can you give us a taste? Can you remember any choice? I don't Arista remember Liza. it. I don't remember it. I remember a lot of it was, had to do with <laughs> the ocean and the the sound of the rocks hitting the beach. You need and to find it and you need to at least tell us what the final just, line is. It was something like the because the when the when the water recedes after it hits the rocks, it sounds like burning embers and the bu- <laughs> what? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Well, you know, at, to me, it did at that time. And just just you sitting across the backdrop of like a sunset, a dog sort of running around you while you sit on the beach looking off into the distance and then you put a pen to paper and you write there once was a man from <laughs> the most beautiful and just a single tear rolls down as it hits it, the it splashes the paper <laughs> yes I'm, I'm crying <laughs> <laughs> he had a penis so long he, he could fuck it, it. <laughs> just crying at this nonsense poetry <laughs> Yeah, that'd be great. Um, did, if, the, like, did the embers burn like the desire in your heart? That is correct. And how much I missed her. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was brutal. It's really yeah. bad. That's the only thing that I remember how it ended. Oh, you wrote it to the one that moved here that you eventually followed. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so this was you were missing her, and you were. Did you put it in a bottle and send it in the ocean? No, 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 no. I knew where she. <laughs> she had gone to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's in a it's in a pop bottle too it gets picked up by a by a boat <laughs> a seagull eats it just just the homeless guy <laughs> yeah he just takes out takes oh, it out and use it wipes his bottle <laughs> yeah, he wipes his ass with it like, oh, my poetry oh man yeah it was uh that is if it ever yeah i will yeah, I'll have to go back to Dubai, and I'll have to go back to India, become a snake charmer if it ever, if that ever gets revealed. That's uh, like you don't have to worry about that story where you blew your cousin. You've already got a way gayer story. It's the worst. <laughs> it's so bad. What if it came out and it was so good that you just it's became impossible. a successful poet? Impossible, impossible. Can I you don't even know. become a successful poet? Are there any writing? successful poets now? Currently, yeah. I think so. There, I think there's like this Indian <coughs> lady, yeah, uh, named Rupi Kaur. Oh, hey, it's. What? Dial it back. An again. Indian lady and her name is Rupi? Rupi Kaur, I think <laughs> okay. is her name. Okay, is she's she's a young Indian poet. I think there's that's kind of a <laughs> that's kind of a white chick thing to be into like poets that, of uh, other Is like, that like the uh, the Indian version of like a like a rapper's name, like ten dollar bill? Rupi? I get it, Brian. Uh-huh. John started it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you ended it. Yeah. No, that's her uh, actual name, Rupi. Yeah, I took it out behind the bar and I sat on its face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you didn't have a gun. You just smothered the chicken with your big ass cheeks, your big hairy ass cheeks. No. Yeah, it's R-O- R-U-P-I-K. 
K-A-U-R, Rupi Kaur. I think that, yeah, she's sort of the, I think it's, if, but it's a lot of like live, love, laugh kind of poetry. It's not the kind that I like, you know, or I, I, I used to like anyway. I don't like it anymore. I'm kind of more into a sort of alpha male kind of stuff like push-ups and stuff like that. Yeah. A poem about push-ups. Yeah. Push-ups and One, sort of gun shooting and that sort of thing. One, two, three, four, ten, a hundred. I'm not gay. Is there's got to be such a thing as a jock poem. Yeah, that was uh, Alfred Lord Tennyson, right? Like he would write... Uh, Alfred uh, Lord Tennyson does not sound like Rudyard, a jock's name. Rudyard <coughs> Kipling. Rudyard Kipling, he used oh. to write a lot about war poetry. Wilfred Owen. Well, if we're talking know? about jock poetry, you know, and if you say you look to music, like there's one jock poem that springs to mind. Uh-oh. Is it Limp Bizkit? Hey. Hey. What's that? It's the Gary Glitter song they play at every hockey game. Oh, yeah. I get knocked down. I get up again. You're never going to keep me down. I, I get knocked down. I get up again. I don't again. want to work. I just want okay. to bang on the drum all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taking care of business every day. Yeah, that was... Uh, there's far more embarrassing stories, yeah. God. Most that of is them not involve the... this one ex-girlfriend. Yeah. I've done, yeah, just horribly. It, yeah, that was the like blowing my cousin was the least gayest thing <laughs> that I've done. The most gayest things that you I've done was for You didn't stand out on your cousin's lawn playing Peter Gabriel from a boombox. No, I haven't done that. Do you have I did uh, mixed CDs, tragic though. stories to go along with like every woman that you've ever interacted with? <laughs> uh, tragic. What I percentage? Mean, they they don't die or anything like that. No, just the situation <laughs> is tragic. No one was asking that. No. <laughs> I mean, no, they don't know that they have died anyway. Yeah, no they're one, not... They can't link them to me anyway is what I'm saying. <laughs> what do you mean? I was very careful. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I suppose tragedy is something that you sort of build in your own mind, right? Like, I suppose any sort of breakup is a tragedy if depending on how the person takes it, right? So do you have stories like the one you just told about every woman you've ever met? Is what I meant. Every woman that I've ever met? No. Every woman that I've been... I mean, I don't think they're tragic. I mean, I guess I felt sad about them, but I don't... Uh, we're all on, we're on good terms mostly. All all of my exes and I. So a lot of really like have... uh, mutual breakups where you're just both like, this isn't working? Is that like no. a mutual jack-off? No. There's so, a lot of them have been... No, there, there's been... There was one mutual... <laughs> That's right. It wasn't your joke that I was laughing at. It was the fucking face you made when I went over to look at you. You were so satisfied. It was a bad face, it John. Was. It was um, very clever. No, it wasn't. Um, I don't know. Tragedy is a it's weird like, word. To it's weird like a five-year-old that uh, finishes macaroni picture before everyone else. <laughs> Guys, I got the square block in the square hole. <laughs> um. No, I mean, I imagine every sort of breakup is tragic, if, depending on how you look at it, I suppose. There have been, you know, someone's cheated on the other person, or uh, you were an asshole to me, and then you kind of realize... One person that chops there. off the other one's clit. That's right, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's always a, it's a rough breakup. One time Jafar stole my girlfriend, and then I had to go back and get a lamp, and... And I couldn't find pretty... her because everyone looked like ghosts. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You must be you you guys must have felt the same, you know. Girls that you broke up with that uh that you look back and think uh, you know, maybe I was the asshole or uh, Yeah, it's uh I, I, what I think about how my marriage ended. Mhm. Like when I look back on that, like I kind of put all the blame onto me in recent years. Yeah. Oh, John, by the way, I have to publicly declare this i uh used the line the call was coming from inside the house in an on a joke of mine i, wrote I apologize yes you did you did write that i have to apologize was, to you it it's a john forward a alu- huh it was from a movie i didn't come up on it what do you mean but oh. you used it in the context yeah. of the way you used it is the the con it's the way you used it i used it in the same manner i yeah. Well, whoever you said it to, it. you need to get in touch with them and give me proper credit. Well, it was the entire crowd at Wilsers, at the Wilsers, oh. in Fredericton. Oh, on stage. On My stage, God. I used it. I didn't use it as the punchline of a joke, but I used it as a tag on a joke that was already working. But it was in a different context, but yeah. Yeah, he, he stole your joke and it benefited uh, those in need of mental health. That's yeah. what chaffs me most. <laughs> if you'd just simply gotten paid. If there's one that person been fine. Yeah. That wasn't that is an odd show to do to be in the center of a giant brewery and then just keep walking around trying to address each and every person like you're MCing something. Each person is like MCing something. You, you just get dizzy. I didn't know where to focus. Like it Seems like a good way to lose a lot of people too, because you're just constantly darting around. Like, yeah. Oh, you were in the middle. We yeah. were right in the middle of the. There was people on both sides. On both sides, yeah. They were all around you. There's no stage. Okay. People were sitting on the stage. You are actually on the floor. That's weird. Yeah. And they said you had to make eye contact with the other people. With the they t- they gave you instructions to make eye contact. With yeah, everybody. they said that don't just address one side of the crowd. You have to address each and every person. So I would go around attempting to do. Well, crowd there work. is a way around that by putting the comedian in front of a wall. Yeah, but John's uh, John has one single bead of sweat go down his head when he remembers he has a show coming up. <laughs> <laughs> eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> the most terrifying thing for John to maintain. Oh 360 degrees of it? <laughs> so many eyes. Yeah. So many eyes. I immediately got confrontational for no reason. Uh, well, for the reason being that I felt like I was, I needed to be... Well, but Mike? Are huh? we circling back to that? Or Yeah, that's, the, that's what I mean. You need to be a comedy sprinkler. Yeah, I gi- I did give them a sort of bukkake of the jokes, and they were none too pleased. I can say that I ate a lot of cum bukkake. Yeah, or cum sprinkler. one of those cum bukkakes. It's a new one. Yeah. Um. Fuck you, John. Yeah, I heard about it on TikTok. That's why they're shutting it down. Yeah. I don't know how to get my... Donald Trump just didn't want them to release his Kumbukaki video. I'm genuinely... I don't know how the hell I'm going to... I watched that Social Dilemma documentary and it scared the living shit out of me, man. I don't know how the hell I'm going to get off of it. 
You're living free. You, you like you, you have Facebook, but at the same time, you don't have one of these things. You don't have a phone. But I don't know, man. I feel like I'm my my brain is losing its its mental capacity. Whatever little it had, it's going, and uh, maybe it's my time on Facebook that's the problem. Maybe you and need to get off are, Facebook. Yeah, but I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do if I don't if I'm not on Facebook. I'm gonna find out about shows and all of this. And like I watched it with my daughter, and Just she's like, "Well, log in for at specific deliberate times and do look at the stand-up page, check your messages, and then get out." It's gonna yeah, yeah just exercise maybe. self-control. You can do it. I don't have self-control. I can barely control my temper at the you know in a regular life. Like, well, alone. When you're done checking the show listings, you can go back looking at Pogs on Instagram. <laughs> no, even I gotta get off of Instagram too, man. I have to go completely dark. Just leave email. But then just get on know. to MySpace, the only pure social media. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's more any more MySpace. There's is it? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's like ICQ a... still exists. So that no, it around. doesn't. Yes, it does. Really? That's an app you can get for your phone. ICQ? Yeah. Damn. I don't remember my old ICQ number, so I didn't. One one six one six nine six zero. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everybody at our phone ICQ. Yeah. We'll be doing an exclusive post show chat. You you spit that out like someone put oh, a old man. computer punch card in the back of your If head. you found out if you looked at my old ICQ profile, that would be so cringeworthy. Oh, oh is that what, where the poems are? No, my likes and dislikes. I think I'm pretty sure my dislikes were. I don't remember the... filling out stuff like that. Oh, I thought that that was so cool because that that's how people would like girl like chicks would find you. They'd be like, "Oh my god, look at look at how edgy this guy was." You know, I'd say things like, "What are your dislikes?" Uh, I think I said it was uh, lies, racism, and the Spice Girls. So at least I knew they're all rule of threes, but. Nice. <laughs> Was Look. one of your likes long walks on the beach? No, it was sex, long having sex, be punches. No, it was it was poetry or literature, some really dumb poetry, literature. You know, getting pussy, getting pussy, <laughs> being awesome. But yeah, if you if if anyone ever found my old ICQ profile, that would be that'd be definitely cringeworthy. Tarkovsky films, T.S. Eliot. Even recently, plus. even recently, I was thinking about the letter, the email that I sent Louis after the 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 thing came out. If that ever, like, if if anyone ever <laughs> found that, it would be so horrible. If, Louis C.K. After like the New York Times article, you sent him an email. I did send him an email. Well, I sent I it, here I, on the beach and think of how the embers start to burn out it's really horrible it, ne- no no one will ever see the light of day It'll, no, that, that needs to be on the podcast that email will never see the light i don't of think day. i don't think even louis got to it like I no think obviously he not yeah whoever his uh his intern was at the i time. can't i can't read it it'll have to be someone and i can't be in the room so you'll have to maybe read it. louis masturbated to it hopefully i'm that hoping the ultimate compliment <laughs> it came at a night it came at a really dark night like i had a bad set and i came home kind of drunk and I wrote that at like two o'clock. It was it's so bad. You, you drunk, attach a dick. You drunk to emailed it? Louis C.K. I did. <laughs> I did. You fucking idiot. Drunk I emailed his website administrator. That's one hundred percent. And it went straight to the trash box. Is no, what that he probably did. got a notification on his body and looked at it right then and yeah hey, cried. He, he's uh, he's reading the email and all of a sudden uh, that song from Dido comes over. <laughs> but please don't turn it out. Oh Dear man! Dear 
Louis, I keep writing, but you ain't calling. You know, that's a bit. We can do that bit if you want. <laughs> like, you play. You know how to do the bit? Hmm? We can do the bit. It'll be funny. If I work out the logistics, like, we play the the uh, the Stan uh, music in the back, and, you yeah. know, I just read the letter like it was. <laughs> you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can we? All right. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do that. I don't know how the logistics of that is going to work. Do you do you have a way that you can access your email? You the, computer? the computer? Oh, then pull it up and uh, I, I don't think I have John's Wi-Fi. You know how the... Now, okay, but... so you'll have to go stand karaoke. Right in front of you. But oh. we got to get it so that after he's done reading, we uh, push play on the Dido song. If we play it on the computer there, it'll play on so the speakers. One, two beats. I think it's... Uh, uh, I think it's like one, two. You know, so you know how the song goes, right? Like he reads out the letter. Yeah. You know, in the in the song. Yeah, and then uh, when when you finish a section, it goes. It's oh, good lord! I can't believe I'm doing this. It's this is really bad. I cannot wait. This is the so only thing bad. that would I would be more excited for is if you were gonna read that poetry. Um, <laughs> let's see, let's from see, the let's desk see. of Arafuse. Uh, let's see. Can we see? Can you hear it? Oh sh- shoot! Keep quiet. Nope. No free ads. So we just need that one section of the song. Okay, I got it. And then, and then I we'll got just it. rewind back. Yeah, I know. I know how to do it. All right. Oh, this. All right, hold this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you take me a little bit. You guys, you guys, uh... Vamp. Vamp for a second. Let me try to figure this out. We'll do this paragraph by paragraph. Huh? I didn't even know you wrote this. I told you about this. I, I told you about this. I'm pretty okay. sure I told you about this. Uh, it, it could be just... Like it happened because that was what 2017. Yeah. So it was three years ago. So uh, yeah, who knows? But uh, I I am excited for this. This is, I, I like have, that. Have you? Uh, did you know that he wrote this letter? This is the first I time told hearing you about both it. About this, I told you. Oh, I would have remembered that. I told you about this. Uh, no. <laughs> we're we're terrible I friends. I can't hear. Anything. We're either shitty friends or. <laughs> Or you didn't tell us. I think it's more likely the former. I don't think he told us. 100%. I would 100% this. I told you. Uh... Maybe he was so drunk that uh, he found like a like a, a giant overstuffed pillow and he just thought he was talking to me. Uh, guys, vamp. You guys have done a terrible job say. of Vamping. John and I have no chemistry. How dare you? <laughs> did, did you have any uh, any uh, funny moments from the uh, election night hangout? Uh, I mean, pretty like, quiet. The, the whole thing was just kind of bizarre anyways. like uh, th- My favorite moment of the night was asking Mike how many votes we had, which was 46, and then how many votes we needed to win, which was 3,000. 
Oh my subject, please come back. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You can look. All right. All right. I I can't see shit from here. Oh man, this right, is so, so we bad. With, we start with the song. All right. Um, let me turn up the volume. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> this is really. By the way, this is a bit. This is a this is a bit that I think we're kind of stealing this from the bonfire. So if the bonfire boys are listening, or if anyone who listens to the bonfire is listening, I think this is a bit that they did. How many people have you stolen jokes from this month, Arif? I apologize, but I mean half our bits are just recycled come down bits, anyways. Yeah, but uh, did did they write? Did like uh, Jay or Dan write a letter to Louie? Uh, they wrote, uh, d- d- uh, d- um, Jay wrote a lo- letter to, uh, I think the corn guy or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. The only thing I remember about the Louie thing was, uh, they said it was funny that he like got all the way naked to jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really funny. This isn't for I guess it won't be on YouTube anyway. So it's one beat. Is this the Dido wait. version or yeah. is this uh So then you can wait, just wait. Dear Louie, or whoever is reading this before him, could you please forward this to him? I have a sense that I might be screaming out into the blackened storm here, but perhaps if this can make it to him, I can forget about the bus ride I had back from the mall amongst the life and hell of screaming children and anxious parents. If you're reading this, Louie, I don't think I can imagine the pit of despair and confusion you might be in. Willard in the hotel room in Apocalypse Now? But perhaps you've found some way to pick up the pieces of what must have been a shrill assault on your sanity. But perhaps it feels that way for everyone. A lot of people think that their institutions are crumbling and so, as in other times, they take to their own to find the apostates and traitors in their midst. And if they can't find the real ones, they swiftly proceed to conjure them up out of their own anxieties and obsessions. (laughs) Is there more? Okay. Second verse coming up. Hot verses. 2020 remix. This might be my favorite thing we've ever done. <laughs> it's not so bad, Arif. When you came to Moncton in 2009 on your hilarious tour, I remember leaving the show in a daze, wondering whether the furniture in my brain had been rearranged. The couch cushions were on the floor. Someone put the lamp right on a chair. I watched that last scene of the episode New Year's Eve in season 3 of Louie and I thought about when I came to Canada for the first time and finding myself having to trundle through a strange land and being surprised by other people's hospitality. But in that scene, you also try to talk through a joke in Mandarin with these people who you don't know. And there's an almost sad but ecstatic moment there where in that moment of laughter, somehow all the confusion, anger and despair slips away leaving strange people cackling at the sound of each other's dumb voices. Your voice has been one of the few points of light my 
Oh, God. When I became unemployed, <laughs> broke up with women, came too quickly. I've been thinking about what you might be going through and going through and how you might be doing. Please, no matter what, Louis, don't stop making comedy now. <laughs> Best, RF. Fits so good. <laughs> if you were going to write a parody, that would be. <laughs> were you listening to this when you wrote this? No. If this was just an idea we had for the podcast and you wrote something specifically to do to this song, that would be perfect. That's amazing. Rearrange the furniture in your brain. <laughs> I'm not proud of it. Man. I think that's how the podcast needs to close. We're not going to top that. <laughs> like Willard in Apocalypse Now. Just Louis sitting in a hotel room punching a mirror. <laughs> this is the end. <coughs> Alright. Wow, that was embarrassing. <laughs> this will be your defining moment of your comedy career. God damn it. We're going viral, boys. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like you sucked all of our dicks. That was. <laughs> Somebody isolate this and sync it up with the video and do a deep fake with RF's face on it. Well, what I'd like to get is just like video of RF just writing at a poorly lit desk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not proud of it, guys. You I didn't want to read it. Oh, God. Man. Damn it. That was really bad. I wonder if there's All a right. way we had can the get exact to tone of Stan. Huh? It had the exact tone of Stan. Yeah, it is exactly that. Yeah. It was perfect. It's horrible. It's the worst thing anyway. All right. Can we just end? I have to really. I, well, we I need, need to come back to this in a little bit and do a final suicide verse. <laughs> <laughs> you can drive your daughter into a lake. In the trunk oh, of Jesus your Christ. You got your daughter in the trunk. I <laughs> oh, yeah. The that's how it ends. I forgot. Or, no, it's the girlfriend in the trunk. But. Yeah, Eminem wouldn't kill Haley. Or I guess that's Sam. Never mind. Or no, she was pregnant. You need to impregnate a woman and put her in the trunk. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's coming anyways. But... Yeah. All right. Just make sure you queue up Dido when you do. Oof. All right. Are we done now? <laughs>